0: You are listening to a volunteer produced podcast from Redemption Story Church. If you'd like to check out other resources or learn more about Redemption Story Church, visit our website at redemptionstory.com. Hi, and welcome to the Redemption Stories Podcast. Our ultimate hope with this podcast is to glorify God by sharing about his redemptive work in our lives as believers in Jesus Christ. Each week, Kristen Ellis will host a member from our local body who will share about God's work in their life. We hope this encourages you and deepens your affections for God and your brothers and sisters here at Redemption Story Church. Thanks for listening.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Redemption Stories podcast. Today we have one of my favorite people with us, Bethany Dempsey. Welcome, Bethany. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. You know, it's everyone says they're awkwardly to people
0: and like yeah. No when they're not here, say.
1: yeah, it's weird when you're only staring at each other. Yeah. Um, okay, Bethany, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, yeah, thank for you. Me on yeah, here. of course. Anytime, come back anytime. Uh, okay, <laughs> so before we jump into your story, which I'm really excited about, or your time in the medical field as a believer. Uh, How did you come to know Jesus?
0: Yeah, so um, by the grace of God, I was raised in a Christian home. Um, I'm one of five kids. My dad was in the Air Force, and so we grew up moving around quite a bit, um, but I think one of the most important parts of, like, my childhood was just that, like, despite, like, my dad being deployed a lot and gone and moving, Mm -hmm. like, he was just so faithful to, like, read the Bible to us at bedtime Mm -hmm. and... Um, like family meals were always really important in our house and reading the word at dinner was always really important. That was something that my dad really um, like took leadership for. Mm. And um, my mom was a huge part of that too. But I I specifically remember like my dad being part of that. And so we were living in South America when I was like seven years old. We went to an English speaking church there. And um, I just remember like one monumental Sunday where it seemed like you know, the words really took, um, like meaning in my heart and just having a lot of questions. And, um, there's like a lot of familiarity because of, you know, my dad's faithfulness to, um, like raise us in the word and scripture and to know the Lord and seeing his just like incredible prayer life too. Um, and so yeah, I came to the Lord at age seven and, um, we moved back to the US and there were like a rocky few years. Um, I remember junior high just being like a really difficult yeah. time um, of just kind of questioning and um, I don't know, loneliness. Yeah. And um, moving into high school, kind of strived for perfectionism. Mm, yeah. And um, not only in like sports, but in school. Sure. Um, and so. I feel like it was really like college. Um, I moved away from West Texas to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and I was at this school in North Dallas on my own that looked very different from what I was familiar with. Sure. And surrounded by more non-believers and believers. And for the first time, like, my faith was questioned. Yeah. Um, And so I feel like the Lord really used, like, my college years um, to really kind of, for the gospel to take meaning in my life and for it not just to be this, like, this is what I know because it's familiar, and I yes. I know it's true, but it, it didn't really have a lot of weight, and I it was never like questioned or tested. Yeah. I felt like, up until that point, yeah. so. That's a little I bit guess about my story. I know.
1: I appreciate you sharing that. I guess I just always
0: thought you lived in Abilene, like yeah. yeah well, the South America thing yeah. threw me. I was like, wait, what? No. Yeah. yeah. So Abilene is like home, home. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. I we've lived in like five states, and then South nice. America for three years. Because you said your dad's military, right? Mm. Yes. Yeah. So Abilene is where I like went to junior high and high school, and it's like the longest place we ever lived. Yeah, and so it just became familiar.
1: Yeah. Well, what a kindness of the Lord to take those college years to.
0: I feel like that's when it
1: happens for most kids Mm -hmm. who grew up in a believing home. Right? Is wait, do I believe this for myself, Mm -hmm. or do I believe my parents? And the Lord is faithful to meet us in that. So that's encouraging.
0: Okay, what drew you to the medical field? Yeah. So I initially went to college to be a speech language pathologist, and I got like halfway through the degree and just realized. Therapy was a little too slow for me. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, just through um, the college ministry I was a part of, and then um, church, and people the Lord, like, placed in my life, I was able to do a couple of, like, medical mission trips. Yeah. And those really helped to solidify, like, my desire to be in primary care. Yeah. Um, and so finished my degree, but did my prerequisites to um, pursue medical or PA school and ended up in PA school here in Fort Worth. And so, um, yeah, I think it was primarily those medical mission trips and then, like, good mentors the Lord placed in my life to help kind of help me discern and navigate, like, what the Lord's calling was in my life. Um, and I've always had a huge heart for like the geriatric. Yes. yes. I am geriatric. <laughs> <Yeah>. hey, <laughs> same. I'm an old lady <laughs> and sort of a young person's body. Um, so I always knew like I wanted to work in some sort of field, like helping them. Yeah. And it just seemed like medicine was the right route for me. Yeah. And, um, so ended up in PA school and always had a, a feeling that I would end up in primary care. Yeah. Um, just knowing like, that's a great place to have that relational aspect with patients. Um, you get that in a lot of different places in medicine, but specifically in primary care. People you're repeatedly seeing. That helps, I'm sure. And I see a lot of geriatric patients. Yeah, (laughs) which is the best.
1: Okay. So you're a primary care physician. You've been, how long have you been out of med school?
0: PA school. PA school. Sorry. (laughs) So sorry. Primary (laughs) care physician assistant. That's right. Thank you for the respect. Hey, of course, Dr. Bethany. (laughs) Um, I've been out of school since 2020. So yeah. I've been practicing for almost two and a half years. That's awesome. Um, I'm at my second workplace. Yeah. Um, but still in primary care, and I've been in primary care this whole time. That's awesome.
1: Okay, so let's talk about what it's like to be a Christian
0: in the medical field. Uh, so, uh, really hard. Yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, I I was thinking about like on my drive here, just like. Okay the Lord sustaining me day by day. Yeah. Um, I have that written, like, on a letterboard in my apartment, and it just says, like, the Lord will sustain you again, and I think that's a good way to describe, yeah. like, being a Christian in healthcare. care. Yeah. Um, not only just, you know, I was a brand-new PA, graduated into a pandemic. Yes. Um, and all <laughs> yeah. the challenges that that brought. But then also just learning, you know, how to navigate, like, what do I want, like, my profession to look like? What do I want my day-to-day, like, Life to look like as I strive to like care and serve these patients, yeah. and then how do I, on top of taking care of their like medical needs, um, you know, take care of their like spiritual needs yeah. too, um, and make that a priority. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think what the Lord has really like taught me, and I'm still learning a lot. Yeah. And so I'm excited to see what He continues to teach me. But um, so much of it is just the importance of like listening. Yeah. And so I get to develop relationships with patients. Um, I love primary care because I get to see families. I mm, see yeah. parents, and then I develop good rapport with them, and then they trust me to see their kids. Yeah. Um, and so you really get to know, like, whole families, which is really, really neat. Yeah, that's um, amazing. But I think, like, a crucial step um, to that is just listening. Yeah. And so mm. if people don't feel like they're seen and heard um, and that you're a safe place for them to share... Um, just very like deep and personal yeah. and vulnerable things. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of grounds to have those relationships. Yeah, and so yeah.
1: that's yeah. awesome. I bet you're a safe spot for them. That's I hope so. Yeah, you're trustworthy. At least I think so. I don't know Thank what. You. Yeah, <laughs> that's so sweet. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So you mentioned earlier to me that, that yesterday was a rough day. On days like that, mm-hmm. how does that? How does knowing Christ help you center yourself in those moments? when work is frustrating or work is hard or sad or whatever that looks like, how does that play into what you're doing?
0: Yeah, Um, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it just gives me a lot of hope And what could be a really hopeless situation. I mean, there's there's lots of situations and things that I encounter every day that are really difficult that, you know, my job is to fix, but in a lot of ways, like, I can't truly fix. Yeah. I can help and prescribe and, you know, do the best of my ability with my medical knowledge to care for people. But, like, deep, um, you know, like, social trauma, emotional trauma, different things that people come in with that, like, are just heavy, heavy burdens. Yeah. um, And can just feel like hopeless situations. And for someone who likes to fix things and a little bit of a perfectionist, like, it it would be hopeless without grace. Yeah, absolutely. And so learning that, like, you know, if I if I if I don't have that and if I don't, you know, offer that to patients or share that hope, like, just everything is meaningless in yeah. some ways.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't imagine just the Like, I don't know how you process a lot of those things, you know, without Jesus. I just, I can't fathom yeah. the things you have to go through and see and all yeah. the things.
0: I think another thing, too, is I've just been thinking a lot about like being a Christian in healthcare, you know, I think a lot about like you know my role with patients. I think a huge part of it is like my relationship with like my coworkers. Yes, like the clinical yeah. staff. Like I, I interact with my coworkers, the clinical staff, the front desk staff. Like I, I see those people more than I see my friends. Yeah, more than I see my home group more than I see my family. Yeah, and so just there's a huge amount of time spent with those people and incredible opportunities. Yeah, and so I think a lot of what the Lord's been teaching me about being a Christian in healthcare is like what is what is my role in those relationships? Yeah. Um, the impact I could have, you know, I fail at it every day. Sure. Um, yeah. But I think about, you know, a hard day like yesterday where, you know, there's opportunities to, you know, step back and, you know, apologize to a coworker. Yeah. Or, you know, say like, I'm sorry I reacted in this way or was yes. short in this way because of the situation and just, um, you know, the importance of like just being very intentional yeah. in those relationships. Yeah. And... Um, it's a it's a heavy weight to think about you know being a believer um, in healthcare and in a workplace yeah. and I there aren't a lot of believers in my workplace yeah. and so it can feel like a lot of pressure to represent Christ but it's like like the Holy Spirit is still working through yes. even on those days yeah. that I fail which is every day <laughs> right
1: right yeah absolutely like He's faithful even when we're not and mm-hmm. we're with the college students last night we were going over first john chapter four where he talks about like from god like all things are through him right mm-hmm. so it's not our own effort it's not right mm-hmm. it's it's christ working in us right to and i'm sure that you are a quite a light to them mm-hmm. you know um okay so this is here nor there but what do you do like when you're not working like what is, how do you like to chill because i can imagine that's super stressful and then you get some days off what this does not have to be a spiritual answer. I you just
0: work t- all the time. Don't go into healthcare.
1: <laughs> 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 I never stop
0: working. <laughs> um, no. So when I'm not at home charting, mm-hmm. um, I work out, I do CrossFit. Humble okay. Brad. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see. I really like to do outdoor stuff. Yeah. Hiking. Um, this sounds really silly, but I love watching the sunset. It, Yay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it sounds like a dating profile. It does kind
1: of sound like a dating profile. It's fine. If you know any single guys who also love the sunset,
0: <laughs> Bethany's here. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, man, what else? Um, I like going back to West Texas. Just yeah. to see family. Yeah. Um, you know, coffee shops, spending time with friends. Yeah,
1: that's good. A way to just like unwind. But you do so much darting. Like, I do so much charting. It's, I mean, being a doctor is a lot, or being a PA is a lot without yeah. the charting. That's a whole other world.
0: It's a whole yeah. other world. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of just, like, behind-the-scenes stuff in family medicine, too, like, not just the charts. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of, um, you're like, you're never in just one day. There's always, like, questions from a week ago sure. or questions about upcoming patients. Yes. And so it's... It's just a lot yeah. um, covering for other providers too. Yeah. So. And that's
1: like a patient, we don't think about that, right? We're mm-hmm. like, oh, we're here, we show up, we have this half our long appointment. Right. Like they don't have to do any extra work, but there's a lot of it that goes into, yeah. No, I have nothing but respect for anyone mm-hmm. who works in the medical field. That is a, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you say like over, since you became, you got out of med school and those things, um, would you say like, you've been able to see like your faith in God and like his trustworthiness in what you're doing wavering or has it been more of a I'm seeing more and more through this tragedy like it's fine either way like yeah. this is not a judgment <laughs> question
0: think, honestly like a little bit of both yeah. Of those. yeah yeah um, I think a lot of just the hard things I've seen over the past two and a half years um I mean bring up like really deep hard questions yeah yeah um and so but through like having to process through those questions and pray and yeah. you know um, rely on like my home group and good community yes. just in those like really like dark and and hard days and seasons yeah, yeah um, absolutely that like through that i see the lord like just increasing my faith my faith my faith <laughs> <laughs> all of them increasing my faith <laughs> and um, kind of like what i was talking about earlier just giving me like great hope yeah. you know like that whatever happens in this life, you know, like these bodies, um, are going to fail us. Yes. And so yeah. I just praise God for, you know, the hope of eternal life yes. that we have yes. in him. Um, and so I, there are lots of days too, where I just wonder like, can I, can I do this profession for the rest of yes. my life? <laughs> yeah, I'm it sure. is so hard. Yeah. Um, and you see such like hopeless situations, yeah. um, or almost just like Disappointment in people, yes, yeah, and just seeing like the depravity of me, yeah, (laughs) that was kind of dark.
1: (laughs) No, that's (laughs) absolutely right. You know, people say a lot of times, like, especially in church settings, sometimes you can see, like, oh, the pastor's up there, he must, you know, he reads the Bible Mm -hmm. for a living, he must, but like, when you get to know people and you realize they're just flawed and sinful, like you Mm -hmm. are, it kind of takes away that mystified view right and you just you're reminded of like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: especially in the medical field where you see so much sadness and dark things right like Mm -hmm. of course it reminds us right that Mm -hmm. man is wicked right there's no one righteous not even one like except for in Christ
0: right Right. and so no that's fair that's a fair statement yeah yeah Um, and so yeah because because of that I feel like um, I'm just so thankful for um, the Lord's Kindness to save me um, for, you know, solid church community. He's given. Like, I can't imagine going through, like, my first two and a half years without, um, like, Christian community. Yeah. Um, Like, I can't imagine going home and not having, like, you know, people to text or call and, um, you know, ask for prayer or just, like, share how hard of a day it was. And um, so it's it's made me um, question a lot, but through that, the Lord is just. Um, drawn me to himself more
1: and i mean praise the lord that he's big enough to handle our questions right sometimes i'm like i'm a little bit afraid to ask this but i'm gonna ask it because i know Mm -hmm. you're big enough and like that he's big enough and he you know wants to help us understand and see Mm -hmm. things um but there are a lot of hard questions in life and yeah yeah but
0: something that's been i'm kind of like sidetracking but something that's also been interesting to me too is specifically in this new job he's placed me out in the past year he's given me um just the gift of good relationships with my coworkers Mm -hmm, and specifically like other providers. Yeah. And, um, a lot of them are just walking through like really, really difficult Mm. things. And so not only are like, we all carrying the burdens of just like, we're all doing the same work and and heavy things every day, but then I just know they're like personal lives and just a really, um, sad and heavy things they are going through. And so I see how like the Lord strategically placed me like in different places over the past two and a half years and like his timing is always good and intentional and purposeful and that like I'm at this job right now not only to take care of patients but I feel like almost in some ways more like to be there for my co-workers yeah um to be that listening ear that I am for my patients but to my co-workers absolutely um and to just be a, a good friend yeah um and walk with them through heavy things yeah yeah and so i I just feel like the Lord uses things like that to then just give meaning, yeah to all absolutely. Of this, when there's a lot of questions every day. yeah,
1: it's kind of like being a believer, right? You have two jobs, you're the mm-hmm. doctor, but you're also there to you know share Christ and reflect mm-hmm. Christ in those things. And so it's sweet that He's not just using it as this one thing, but like there are mm-hmm. bits and pieces of he's using you in other people's lives as well, not yeah. just your patients. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for being so honest and transparent about it. I think a lot of times people just want to be like, works great. Everything's, I'm a doctor. It's amazing. Or like I'm a whatever, fisherman. It's amazing, whatever the case is. But I thank you for coming on and and just being honest about how hard it is. I think, um, yeah, that's the reality of life. We go Mm -hmm. through hard things. We deal with hard things and you're in a hard position. And so I think one that helps me know how to pray for you and that'll help our body to know how to pray for you and encourage you in that. Um, And it just, like paints a reality right and reminds people that like even in the hard and those things like god's faithful mm-hmm. right like he's gonna yeah. he's gonna use those things he's gonna teach you and through that and he's gonna do all those things even when you're like i'd rather not go through that you know yeah, he's gonna be true. faithful on the other end and so yeah i'm glad you came on and i'm glad you're a part of this church thanks i'm glad you're me. my friend of course thanks for being yeah. my friend of course no that's how i know you're a good friend <laughs> to all the people at work is you're just such a good friend well, and thank you everyone says that about you, right, that you're just a faithful friend, and so, yeah, I'm glad you got to come on and share a little bit about work and stuff. If you've never met Bethany, you can find her on Sunday mornings. A lot of times, she's greeting. Yeah, just swing on by and introduce yourself. Especially if you're in the medical field and you get it. Like, you know, come on by for a sympathy hug. Solidarity. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Solidarity. We're here to get in it together. I
0: know medical words. I don't know other (laughs) words.
1: It's like I've had to learn so many medical words. My brain doesn't have room for other words anymore. It is full. (laughs) I, yeah. (laughs) It's amazing. Oh, anyways, thank you for coming on. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time.